Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. We're back. This is an outside broadcast. We're in the East End. We're not East End-ish. We're East End. We're in the Ledger Building, which is in Canary Wharf. E14, apparently. We've got some towners. We've got some out-of-towners. First outside broadcast for a while. Uh, Welcome, George. Where are you and what are you doing? Yes. Where are you? What are you doing? Yes. Let's move on from that. No. And? Well, I break a tradition. No, no, no. But listeners don't know that. Why just, just where are you? They should do. Just go, I'm in the Ledger Building recording a podcast for you. Long-time listeners should know. They should remember. And for new listeners? For new listeners, I'm in uh, a Weatherspoons recording a podcast awkwardly in the corner with Sean and the gang. What are you drinking, by the way? I've just finished a uh, Copperberg, and I'm going to try a Stoford Press Mixed Berries next. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And his father's here. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm with you, drinking Doom Bar. Yeah, yeah nice. Doom Bar all night? Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, I probably will. In the ledger building. Let's go over to the towners, because we've got Canning Town, Len. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you drinking? I am sitting opposite you, unfortunately, drinking a Abba Ale before I move all the way right down the pumps. Yeah. And finally, last but not least, Fatty Boom Boom, um, <laughs> Nigel, ahead of his seesaw test. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you drinking? What's the history of this place? I'm in my shed. You're not in your shed. I'm no singing now, George. Shed man. Shed man. Uh, I'm having a pint of Maggie, uh, Thatcher's Gold, yeah, and uh, sitting in the ledger building. This is the building, obviously, where they used to uh, ledger all the goods into the West India Dock Quay. I think it was built around the late 1700s, early 1800s, so for those that are interested in history. Is this, is this a in town or out of town? No, this is in town. Yeah. But it's, it's not Canning Town. Actually, this is sort of 
border town, really, isn't it? Because this is Millwall. This is the entrance to the Millwall docks. So this is, we're on the west side of the Isle of Dogs, which was the Millwall. So all the, along there, there used to be mills. There were seven mills and, and a wall. So they, they came up with a great name, Millwall. <laughs> Yeah, we're only on our second drink, so we're going to wait till it gets a bit more interesting, and the drunk drinks—I can't even pronounce it—start to flow. I've only had one. Yeah. You've had two. You've had three. You had a load last and, um, night. Yeah, I did. I, I had, I had eight cocktails last night. So yeah, in Bath. Uh, but we're in the East End. More of this later. I was going to ask about uh, our first signing, right? A guard. Is, is that how you pronounce it? A guard. I thought it was a good. A good. Well done. A good. Well, you're eating nacho, so I'll ask your dad. What, what do you think of a good? Now, it's going to be announced um, on Monday, allegedly. Well, he has said his goodbye to uh, his French club in French, right? Before he goes to Newcastle. Au revoir. What do you think, uh, Marquis signing, 35 million euros? It's gone up by another 5 million since we last spoke. 30 million pounds, 35 million euros, different currency, mate. No pesetas or me or lira anymore. Okay. What, what do you think? Have you heard of him before? Do, are you getting get excited? Look, I, I like the idea of signing a Gerd, but I don't know nothing about him, so what can I say? Really? Fair, fair and honest. I like, the, I like the idea that they've scouted someone that I don't really know, and they're willing to pay that sort of money, so hopefully we can trust in a Moyes, a Moyes choice of player. That's what I'm hoping on. In Moyes we trust. I'm going to ask Len. Len, what do you think of a Gerd? The, the first sign in the oh, Gerd. Delicious. I love a Gerd. Yeah. Bit of lemon and butter. What, what do you know about the French market? I know we bought Payet. No, but I don't know much. I'm not going to be honest. I don't know much about a Gerd. I see a YouTube clip when he um, got the ball off his own goal line and took it right up the other end, and that impressed me. So I can see why Moyes is like is is into him. Um, I don't think it's that marquee sign. I think that's bullshit. But I'm glad we made a start. Uh, an important position. Uh, move on to a striker, please. So, did you know a little story, right? It's 1,045 days since we signed a striker, right, which was a jetty. Before that was Alaire, and before that was Perez, right? Each one of them, we sold them for half of what we bought them for. Mm. So, I don't know what point of mentioning that is but we've not been very lucky with strikers in the last three years no but we haven't but then we also haven't given the chance to the uh, well it's a bad time we should have given Sonny Perkins a go so what you're saying is Moyes hasn't got a good record of signing strikers and when you think back at his Everton days he's never signed a striker so all of those have been um, other people well he signed local boy Carhill didn't he I say local oh well Hugo was before that yeah with his friend Kenny Moyes who's just finished his disqualification as a uh, director, by the way. Just just run out this year. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, cool. Well, look, we need to... Um, we need to sign a striker. We need to, we need to sign the goal squad. Um, you, can't keep, you can't put it on Antonio for another season. Yeah. 
You just can't. What, sorry, what we can't do is say we've been unlucky with strikers. We've been incompetent yeah. with finding strikers or buying strikers. Always expect unlucky. the negative from you. Thank you. I'm glad I've delivered. Tell me any success us or any other football club have had without a good striker. Playing Chelsea with a false nine with Sam Allardyce that one game. Oh, great, because Dirk got 12th that year. Man City just won a league. Oh, yeah. Man City, yeah, yeah. True story. Let's just ask Nigel. A good one Frenchman out, maybe Diop, one Frenchman in, a good. What are your thoughts? Any good? A good. Well, look, what we could do, we could whack him over the head and whack him out. Yeah, it's him his name's Nief, a good Muller. And we're going to put him up front. And because a good Muller for Germany was really good. Is he the marquee signing, or do you like Lennon think it's a load of old bollocks? Well, marquee's a French word, is it not? Yeah, I don't know. And did you see David Sullivan, just while we get there, David Sullivan at Royal Ascot? No, I didn't go Royal Ascot. You didn't see him with, the, with, with his young lady and his harem of young ladies? No. Desperate for a winner, Sean. Why would he let pictures like that be taken? I mean, I, I put them on Twitter and he just got nothing but abuse. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's twofold there. One, why would he let the picture be taken? Two, what type of sack would then put it out on Twitter? A little bit of cause and effect. Anyway, I think you finished your nachos now. I, I, I hope it's worth the uh, wait to say a gird. A gird. A gird. Yeah. Is he? Is he the answer? Is he the answer to the uh, the partner to um, Zuma? Two two French centre backs. I think anyone sitting around this table saying yes to that question is lying because I don't think any of us really know. I've never heard of him, and uh, I hope so. Last question. Well, I say last question. There's a few. Where, where does where does Dawson fit in next season? I think he'll probably play centre back. You think so? You're you're saying that? Who do you drop then? You're saying a Gerb will have to start from the bench and earn his place, maybe? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. John, who's your two centre backs start the season? Uh, Zuma and a Gerd. There you go. There you go. It was simple, wasn't it? Len? Zuma. And the Italian fella, his name I've forgotten. Ogbonna. All right, okay, all right. And finally, look, look, I think you'll find that, I think you'll find that Moyes only will sign people to start in birth, so you probably will start with the Gerd, but... Um, Ogbonna did nothing wrong and I actually think there was a little bit of a downturn in our season when Ogbonna got injured we're going to go to Nigel uh, for his, his starter no room back for uh, Diop then no he's up Dawson's Creek <laughs> and, Daw- and Dawson on the bench for you who do you start with he's up Ogbonna's Creek I know all the locals are looking at this game what are they doing <laughs> but um what, who do you say? Who starts at centre back? Whoever David Moyes wants to pick. I am not the the manager. If you were a slightly lesser weighted person, who would you pick? And you were sort of David Moyes. <laughs> if I was a slightly lesser weighted person, yeah. Well, 
by the looks of you, I'm still lighter than you. Oh, seesaw test coming up. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd be, um, I'd be picking, I'd be buying John Stones. Yeah, this is going nowhere. Uh, back later. Hang on, breaking news, breaking news. We're in the middle of a conversation, which we can't say on there. But it turns out Nigel was a shit goalkeeper. Is that what he just said? He used those words, yeah, he did. Do you want to talk about how good a goalkeeper you were, Nigel? Yeah, I was fucking quality. You're making it up. No, he said he was... We're talking about something else, but we can't talk about on air. But he said he was a shit goalkeeper. Fact, true story, bro. Sean, I played on Wanted Flats. Any grass there? Yeah, well, and cash shit. But, but, but would that would that be like if I was a good goalkeeper? Would I have played on Monster Flats? No, no. So you were shit. All right. So here we are at the uh, podcast, mate. Just before the uh, big way off. And uh, Sean's the only person at the table who's ordered anything to eat. Hang on, hang on. Uh, George had some nachos, but you're sitting there now with a full-on burger. Not a full-on burger. It's a skinny chicken burger. It has, look, no sauce. It's got chicken and it's got and it's got salad. I'll take at least 12 ounces there. 12 ounces all day long. So anyway, we'll, we'll see how that affects. If Sean loses by a few ounces... It's the chicken burger. That's where it came from. We're four drinks in and John suddenly got happy. You, you, you will probably have... Na- <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. You've never heard him happy, but he starts to get positive and like hugs people and he's, he's a really pleasant, quite a pleasant chap when he starts to drink. I am a happy drunk, Sean. You are a happy drunk, aren't you? Uh, George is... Are you, are you a happy drunk? I'm, I'm always happy, me. Yeah. yeah. You haven't inherited your pessimism from your father. Do you know what? I think I've inherited it, but I've started to grow out of it. Yeah. I've tried to be happier. Good. Anyway, we're, we're on for our fifth round. More later. We're five drinks in. Um, I'm going to ask George, what are you drinking now? George, have you moved on to another drink? Fifth drink? Uh, I've gone back to the Copperberg. I want to ask you one question and one question only. Got him. Do you still trust Moyes? Graham? David. David. Uh, yes. Good. John, five drink. You, you've stuck with Dunbar. 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 <laughs> Do you still trust Moyes? And Dunbar, yes. Good, good. The reason I ask this is, well, because we're, we're obviously in another... You, you've been critical about his lack of transfers. I'm not con- convinced it's his lack of transfers, but... Yeah. Oh, we don't go with this whole thing, right? The money's been available. You know that. OK, if you say so. Yeah. It must be true. He's out of here. <laughs> so you still trust Moyes? Yes, I do trust Moyes. And, and if he doesn't sign seven players this summer, you think that will be a failing of the board? The 12 members of the board? I would say it's a failing of the whole club's... Including David Moyes? Uh, including David Moyes, yes. Including Karen Brady? Oh, more, more Karen Brady than anyone else, probably. Okay. Len, Lenny, Lenny boy. Do you still trust Moyes? Yes, because... You hesitated. Uh, because uh, it's a multifaceted question. I trust him in the day-to-day running of the football club, yes. 
in transfers, maybe not so much. Um, but I think you could get a, a good tune out of an old fiddle. Or not so, such a good fiddle. So I do trust him on that. But I think he's a little bit... I think he knows certain things in the transfer market, beg your pardon. He knows things and doesn't know things. Um, finally, Nigel, um, <laughs> do you still trust Moyes? <laughs> the West Ham manager with the best record in the Premier League. That's the one. Can he, can he do transfers as well as get us the results? We'll see. What happens if he only signs a guard? No, so what's his name? We'll be well protected. A good. A good. A good. Not bothered. No? No. Look, the, the, the thing is, people get hung up by who we sign, who we don't sign up on. Look. He hasn't signed a striker in 1,045 days. If he doesn't sign a striker, do, we, do you still trust him? Look, you put your faith in the manager. The manager picks the team. If you pull on the shirt, I'll back you 100% until you stop pulling on the shirt. And that is up to the manager. Didn't happen with uh, Sam Allardyce with you? No, Allardyce is a Darth Vader of football. So, so it doesn't always work like that? Allardyce is an exception to the rule. On what grounds? On the fact that he's Darth Vader of football. You're not going to support Darth Vader, are you? Does that make him the father of football? Sorry, spoilers. Spoilers. He's yeah. my father. He's your father. Well, it's true, because I suppose in Star Wars, Darth Vader actually became a nice person. Perhaps, all right, I'm going to rephrase that. Sam Allardyce is the Lord Sith of football. Like that, like that. By the way, if you haven't watched Obi-Wan Kenobi on uh, Disney+, Plus, well worth a visit at the moment. It's, it's, it's great, it's a great series. Worth the £1 billion that uh, Disney's paid for it. Yeah. But it's, it's not a Disney Plus podcast. Nah. I've, I've watched um, the Sex Pistols thing on Disney Plus. That was quite good. I quite enjoyed that. Right up my straza. I bet it was. You that? No. I heard about it, though. Oh, watch it. The kid out of um, Love Actually is particularly good doing Malcolm McLaren. That's what I have to say, really. What surprised you the most about the pistols? I, well, I knew all the story line about it, so it was just watching the um, screenplay come out. See, for me, the Chrissy Iron character, I she, never knew. God, she was hot, wasn't she? Yeah, I, no, <laughs> no, I, I, Yes, no, yeah, definitely. But what I, I never knew... No, no I didn't know that. Like, it, it, it's brought my admiration for Chrissy Iron to a new level. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a punk podcast. One last question. Kate Bush at number one. What's all that about? Stranger Things. They've gerrymandered the the charts, actually, to allow Kate Bush to be number one and not Harry Styles. Is that true? Are you a big Harry Styles fan? No. I I don't know any of his songs. They're going there tonight to watch him. The whole of my family are there tonight. Apart from George, obviously. No, yeah, but... um, He's stranger here. No. Yeah. What's her name? Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Yeah, she's... Wuthering Heights. Yeah, I know. Running up the hill. Running up the hill. Can I just say... No problem. Can I just say, uh, growing up with Sean, he had a big fear. 
going for Kbush. Oh, I did, I did. That and Hayslow Connor. He loved a bit of Kbush. I've got a great Kbush story that don't involve Kate Bush. But it does involve Kate Bush. Kate Bush, when she made her money, bought a mansion in Eltham. Uh, opposite Elton Palace. And what it don't involve the racers is the person she sold it to hired me to fit the CCTV on his house. In the bedroom? Well, she had a dance studio on the top floor. The thing about the man that bought the house was he, he didn't exactly have the best jobs in the world. But anyway... <laughs> It was, it was, and Kate Bush's brother lived next door, still at, at, at that time. But Frankie the Face, as we nicknamed him, uh, was uh, a, a man who had a thousand stories to tell. <laughs> and I'll leave it there. I, I don't understand, really. No, you won't, I'll tell you once you stop pressing me. Call. <laughs> okay. It's right. one of those things you wish you hadn't started on. All right, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to go off air just for a second just to find out what's going on. You're never going to believe this, but Nigel has just told us that he's a cross-country champion. As I mean, school as a schoolboy, so like 50 years ago. But, but do we think, because he's just challenged me for a race around the docks, do we think he still can, as a stamina, to do, what is it, two miles? All right. Do you still think you've got it? what it takes to be a cross county champion no I think I'll beat you though and you were talking about you ever done you've done some half marathons and some marathons yeah I've done no I've, I've done half marathons yeah. I have to get closer to the mic because there's a lot of background noise where a lot of, a lot of the general public here yeah sorry for the background noise we're not in the studio yeah. so I have done half marathon. There's a lot of there's a lot of towners, a lot of like Eastenders. We call them Snickers now, but I've definitely yeah half marathons. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Save it for the podcast. So you give us a little lesson on Millwall. So, so Milton, the Millwall Football Club um, weren't formed from docks, they were formed from a company called Maltons. Maltons came from Scotland, down to East London in the 1800s, set up a factory on what is the Isle of Dogs, Maltons, and they made preservatives so like jam and marmalade. So basically, they were a jam jar factory. This is the thing, is why does Millwall play in blue and white? Because that's the colours of their marmite jars? Because that's the colours of the Scottish flag. Ooh, well done, John. Two points. So basically, Millwall's a Scottish team. Ooh, there you go. You heard it first. An exclusive by more than just a podcast. We've just come out of the Ledger building. Nigel's looking a bit like a tourist with his New York Yankees uh, baseball hat, his Lacoste uh, shirt, which is sort of like an extra, extra, extra large, and some sort of chino shorts with some um, Puma white socks with uh, Puma uh, suede shoes. Uh, Not very in towner, Nigel. (laughs) <laughs> he was doing press-ups outside the ledger building. <laughs> I don't know, not not like that. Usually, I mean, you should have a pearly king, um, you know, uh, I don't know, 
What, what's this barbecues on boats then in the docks? Well, we're in Millwall, aren't we? You know, listen, all I've got to do is wave my birth certificate in the air, and that puts you to fucking shame all, all day. Yeah, but well, what's all this, right? We're walking around the docks, and they've got these little rubber boats with barbecues in the middle. That's not very East End, is it? Well, it's Millwall, isn't it? What do you expect, isn't it? They've sold out. We're, are we going out on a barbecue boat, Nigel? Have you ever been in a barbecue boat? I've not, not been in a barbecue boat, no. Would you go in a barbecue boat, you and Sam and the family, and out in a barbecue boat? No, I'd leave that to the tourists. You look like a tourist. When you were a child, what was all this? What was this? I don't know, because I, um, I used to play in the Royal Docks. Even though if we're looking at a crane now, and if you look at the cranes, I, I did used to play in the cranes at the Royal Docks. That's original. How about, what's, what's this? This is a boy, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's a green, like, uh, sea mine, it looks like. Well, it's not a sea mine. Is something. I mean, the thing is, a lot of this is reclaimed land. To be honest, we're, you know, we're looking at the HSBC Tower yeah, next to Canary Wharf Tower. We're looking at it's the raining. Um, Marriott Hotel. The Marriott Hotel, which is uh, what's the West Ham link to the Marriott Hotel, Sean? Is, isn't it this? Yeah, I was going to say this was the place where Spurs were staying when they had lasagna yeah, and got well, food poisoning. What's, the, what's, the, what, what's an, another link to the West Ham? Um, I don't know. All right, this is where Sam Allardyce lived. Oh, he lived at the Marriott Hotel, did he? Well, only part of it is the Marriott Hotel. Right. Uh, the what? other part is um, apartments. I believe, I believe Alan Brazil. Um, I don't know if he still lived here, but um, Alan Brazil's London um, apartment was here. How about this boat called Absolute Pleasure? What goes on in there? It's got frosted windows. Uh, I don't know, Sean. Because uh, I don't live there. Absolute pleasure. Strictly private, absolute pleasure. There you go. That's what happens. Ask Dave Sullivan. He might know. Anyway, it's it's not a barbecue or a uh, Docklands podcast. It is a football podcast. So we're just trying to fill some time in between. You regret not, not taking me on a run. Well, do you know what? I do. I wouldn't want to embarrass you. Really don't. I wouldn't want to embarrass you. No, not get you worried. Yeah, the, that did get me a bit worried because I am asthmatic, so uh, I was never a good runner. No, so there you go. So In fact, I'm not a very good sportsman all round. But you were a crap goalkeeper. I, I wasn't the best. Yes, I do want to know a West Ham fascinating fact about Canary Wharf. West Ham fascinating facts about Canary Wharf. One of the heads of security is called Everald LaRonda, or used to be called. Well, he still is called, but he may not work here no more. But one of the heads of security uh, is called Everald LaRonda. And why is Everald LaRonda a fascinating fact in regards to West Ham, Sean? I don't know. Because he used to play for West Ham. We're in the sports bar now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're not going to talk about what Nigel will cost. It's a West Ham podcast. We're not going to talk about... Look, we're not going to talk about... What What did you just order, big boy? I don't know, whatever John ordered. 
What do you order? What did, what did you order, Len? Hang on, we got some meat. Hamburger. We haven't got the red roasted peppers. No. Hang on. If you want to add any of them in the seat. No, they're extra calories. They're, <laughs> they're extra calories. I'll right, just have so it as is. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, anyway, you order your food. I, I've I've got a vegetarian soul bowl where everyone else has gone for vegan, where everyone else has gone for burgers. Um, got a bit of a surprise actually. This is the first time the the in towners have come this far over to the east. You've never been sports bar at uh, sports bar, have you? Len. Not this one, no. I'm more familiar with the Farringdon one. I didn't know this was here. Bit unusual not having sawdust well, on the floor. For, for me, this, well, I call this the Isle of Dogs rather than Docklands. Right. So, that's what you're getting confused with. Right. Is, is this... You've been this far over to the Isle of Dogs? Well, I used to live here, Sean. So. <laughs> I thought you never left Canning Town. No, no, no. I, I, I spent a, a year on the island, yeah. as we like to call it. Not Docklands? No. Canary Wall. Well, I, I, I once called it Docklands to uh, Sean Gitty Card out. Yeah, hang on a minute. I've got to just pay for that. Anyway. Sorry, we, we just had to pay for our food. Um, I've got a little surprise for you, Nigel. We, we actually might play darts later, but I've, I've done a little impromptu Facebook uh, question time. Um, so you'll need to get your glasses out and maybe uh, before you eat your food, maybe you could do question time, see if there's any questions. Maybe. Yeah, that's good. You know me, I, you know me, I do love a Facebook. Well, well while we're waiting, may, maybe you could open your phone and look at question time. And I'm going to get George to sing the... Um, the thing live. Facebook, Twitter, question time. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, right. So, it's Facebook, Twitter, question time. Where you, the eight listeners, get to ask Nigel and the rest of us questions. Facebook, Twitter, question time. So earlier, Sean asked, we're doing a outside broadcast. Should have been an outside broadcast, because obviously O of outside is a, a, a vowel. So therefore, instead of A, it should have been an. Thank you for the English lesson. You're welcome. Uh, we are doing a outside broadcast this Saturday evening. So if you fancy asking five drunk presenters any questions, fire away. Uh, so Mark Bright has Nigel lost the way in. Wow. He's, he's bottled the way in. We've tried to find a seesaw. We've tried to wind some scales. And all he could do was challenge me to a run around the docks because he didn't think he could we- win the way in. And he thought he could beat me in a run around the docks. True? That is true, but obviously, Sean, you bottled the run around the docks because you was worried. I'm asthmatic. Actually, I've, I've, you know. But actually, the cross country, um, you know, that doesn't prove how much weight in me, you know, would, would beat you. But anyway, uh, Johnny Osborne has asked, has Lim bought a round yet? He's bought two rounds. Yeah. I asked. 
I asked a question back which has confused him. Len asked, are you, why are you such a fanboy? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he, he, did, he said what? Uh, our back to the 70s fan, Jason Backhouse, uh, has asked, has the ledger building this evening, gents, has Sean eaten everything on the menu yet? And have you had the way off to see who's the heaviest? Not yet, Jace. Now, I had a skinny chicken burger with salad, and I've gone for the vegan... Soul Bowl. Well, there you go, because unlike, you know, let's point out, you was the only person to eat, were you not, in the legend? No, no, no. Um, George also ate. Uh, he had nanchos, which you tucked into as well, I think you remember. Nachos. Nachos, whatever. I had a couple. But anyway, Ziggy Stardust says, evening all, hope you're all having a great time. Uh, he don't care about the transfer room as long as there's 11 players on the pitch wearing the shirt. Uh, on the day, I'll be happy question time. One, did the seesaw stand up on the weight? Two, did Sean drink Chateau Nerf du Pat? Have you had Chateau Nerf? I have drunk Chateau Nerf du Pat, um, but I have not been drinking red wine. Too many calories. What have I been drinking? Uh, I don't know. What have you been drinking? Captain Morgan's oh, yeah, Spice Captain Rum. Captain Morgan's Spice Rum. He has, with Coke, people. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Uh, Nick Harvey said, did Sean have lashings of the secret sauce on his burger? Didn't have a burger. It was a skinny chicken with a very, very small bun. Did you have secret sauce on it? No secret sauce on it. No secret sauce. He does uh, love a bit of secret sauce. Uh, uh, yeah. Historically. Senior sauce. <laughs> secret. Uh, Mark. Mirosovich Sergo. Oh, we all like Mark. Says, why did the press waste so much energy on bogus transfer stories when we all know that most contracts end on the 30th of June and nothing happens before then? Sure. I think he's including you in the... So what's the, what's the answer to this story? You know the answer to this story. Yeah. What is it? It's all bollocks. It's all about clicks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's all about clicks. It's very quiet in, in the little down spell, so you have to make stuff up, yeah? Well, it's not about making stuff up, because people don't tend to make stuff up. But what happens is, you know, the whole paper, blogs, YouTube is driven by advertising, as Lem will know. And oh, advertising... No, I don't get involved in YouTube. And advertising is driven by, you know, the content, constant content drives the advertising. And and people, you know, all people from all different make a lot of money during the transfer window. Uh, Stevie Chicky Lyons says, uh, is Sean going to introduce you to his dog in areas after you've had a few? Well, we did say we'd go to Metropolis, didn't we? <laughs> no, you did. You said Sam so would dogging. take us to Metropolis. Yeah, he's dog in areas. Can, yeah. I, can, I just, can I just say that Sean... No of a very well notorious dogging area in the Surrey Hills. Oh, Ockham. Yes, where you... It's not actually, it's not actually uh, Surrey Hills, actually. Oh, it's not, is it not? It's just off the A3 there. <laughs> it is, it is. You should tell me all about it. You get the best burger and, yeah. a, and a shake. I, well, not me personally, but I used to go down there on my way home and you'd always see... No, true story, this. 
always used to see the lights, right? And then a police car would come along and they'd all disappear. True story that. And never stopped there during the night in a dogging session. Only been there. They do a great burger there in the day. And I've been there. Great walk with the dog, right? But I wasn't dogging. It's not Surrey Hills. But Ockham, you know, is a very well-known and, of course, famous for the famous theorem, famous theorem, Occam's Razor. And what Occam's Razor is what? A dogging place. No, no, no. Occam's Razor is the theory in science where the most obvious theory is usually the true one. So you went dogging? You know? No. There you go. Anyway. What, what, what dog did you take when you went dogging? I didn't go dogging. I've been dog walking there. and I have eaten a burger when I did eat burgers. But what I'm saying... Oh, here, here, comes, here comes John. Can I just say, this is a conversation that dates back to about 10, 15 years ago when we've discussed this. So, uh, can I ask you, Sean, how long have you had a dog? <laughs> well, only in lockdown, so in the last year. But hang on, it was a great place to walk in those days. It was a very great place to walk. Tony Osborne, uh, you're at like J.O., uh, says, can I just point out, J.O.'s son was part of the Redbridge Boys team that have just won the Crisp Trophy. And why that's a fantastic achievement is because it's the same trophy that Bobby Moore won as a little child and is famously photographed with Odin. So we want to say well done to uh, Johnny's son. What's his name? Johnny's son. <laughs> Let's call him Steve then. No, we won't call him Steve because that ain't his name. Peter. Let's call him Peter. Anyway, but anyway, what a fantastic achievement. He's a, he's a youth player at Leighton Orient. And we look forward to the Could day. Could you not Google this? And I look forward to the day when I see his son playing for West Ham. Or Orient. Congratulations. Congratulations. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Osborne. Is it Jeffrey? No. Is it Jeffrey? No, it's not Jeffrey. Don't listen to him. There I go. Anyway, Johnny Osborne has asked which player that we are currently linked with excites you the most. Oh, oh, let's start with John. What excites you the most? Transfer players that we're linked with. Um, I would have liked us to have got Lingard, but I think we need to move on from Lingard. That's not happening. I'd like to have got Ward Prowse, but I just think we seem to be the only people in the whole country to realise he signed a new contract. Night 70 million. Yeah. It's would not, you pay it? No, I wouldn't pay it. It's just, but I wouldn't have made him one of our key targets. So it just strikes me as a little bit strange. Um, Apart from that, no one else really excites me because I haven't really sort of bought into all this nonsense that's going around that we might sign this or we might sign that. So, George, what gets you wet about transfers? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would pay it for James Ward-Prowse. I think he's a very, very good footballer. 70 million? I'd pay it because, yes, it's overpriced, but it's what Southampton rate him at. It's the same thing as us with Declan Rice. So, so I, I would, I think he would improve our team. I think he'd be brilliant on corners and free kicks, something that we need, particularly free kicks. And uh, I think if we went to one key signing that would excite me, it would be him. Len? No one. I've seen the great players turn into mush at West Ham and crap players turn into gods at West Ham and 
this time of year I like to keep away from football. Trust the people who are involved in the process. And I don't really get excited about anything. That's football true. Rise in July. Or anything. <laughs> no, and no, you're right, I don't. Because that alone leads to disappointment. Right, Nigel, the same question. Um, what gets you excited? Jesus. <laughs> what? Jesus. You can't say that. We've got. We've got, you can't take the Lord's name in vain because we've got some vicars and priests and some holy men who listen to this podcast and, and, and I believe you're mocking them. Uh, no, I think he plays for Man City, doesn't he? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's him. Plays for Man City up front. Because not only can he play for us up front, but he can feed the 5,000 and that'll come in right in handy for East London, the poor starving kids. It's never going to happen though, is it? Well, you never know. The kids need feeding and we need to feed them. Sorry, where does this come from? Where, where does that come from? Six beers is where it's come from. <laughs> it, it comes from my youth as a hungry child. <laughs> the tears are real. He's actually in tears. He's actually in tears. He's, he's, he's gone. That, that limit's been crossed. If it, if it could happen, then it probably won't happen. But I wouldn't mind seeing Chenko. Chenko, right. Um, I was trying to think. What about Moses? <laughs> he's, 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 he's a bit late. Anyway, we're in the middle of question time. You've forgotten. You've closed down your phone. Um, but there, you're a good question. Come back to that later. Anyway, we've had our, di- we've had our dinner now. Um, the boys probably consume about 4,000, no, 5,000 calories between them. So, uh, George had ribs. Uh, what else? Ribs, corn and chips. Yeah? Ribs and wings. On wings. Uh, Len had a massive burger the size of a house. And... Um, and John and Nigel had um, a steak with lots of add-ons and probably about 1,005 calories each. I had a, a, a 500 calorie vegan soul bowl, which was very well, good for them. You're still the fattest bloke on the table. No, that's not true. That is not true. Uh, I'm sure, because we haven't had a way in that Nigel is, and, and you're not far behind, Len. Anyway, back to the uh, questions. We had to stop our, uh, earlier because Nigel was in tears and he was waiting for his dinner, but now he's filled his dinner of about 2,000 calories. Um, he's ready to go again. Where were you up to? You were... Uh, uh, Jono's question on transfer, what gets you excited? Yeah, so... Uh, we, Which we answered. Yeah, so Cheeky Lion said that Sean's going to introduce you to his doggy now. No, we've done that one. Oh, did we do that one? Yeah, we did it. What's the answer, Sean? We won't go into it, but I refer the honourable gentleman to the answer I gave some moments ago. Right. Which I thought you pressed stop record for. No, 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 we carried on recording. Oh, okay. Nick Killington. Super Nick. From Claret and Booze says uh, he wants to see live footage of the playground weighing. Well, we haven't found um, somewhere to wait or a seesaw. But I don't we found a dance board, but we haven't found a. Yeah. Well, we haven't found a seesaw. Have we? we haven't found a seesaw or a set of scales. No, and uh, I'm refusing to tell Sean where there's a seesaw. Oh, oh, so you know where one is. <laughs> so next up, this old. Uh, Joey uh, Dingling says uh, Brady out. Uh, hopefully the Birmingham. Brady out. Brady out. <laughs> Whatever. 
floats your boat. Yeah, he then says, fingers crossed, slag. But, uh, she isn't out, by the way. She's not going to Birmingham. Fake story, nonsense, move on. Yeah, they uh, said, uh, have a good one. We, we are, we're having a very good one. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you, Dima. Thank you. Jack Rush. Uh, he's in a hurry. So he says, uh, Brady, Pretty Patel or Thatcher to replace Antonio? Who are you choosing? I don't understand that. Well, he's gone Brady, Pretty Patel or Thatcher. Well, Margaret, yeah, Margaret Thatcher's dead. Okay. Pretty Patel then or Brady? Well, I don't know. How do they play at the front? I don't know. If I ever have a choice between anything between Brady and anyone else, I'm going anyone but Brady, so... Pretty Patel. But Pretty Patel's on the far right. I mean, is she not? Uh, I'd be going Thatcher. And Brady out, it's not just a slogan. Genuinely mean it. Uh, you don't know how disappointed I was with the fact that she ain't really going to Birmingham. Thanks for Paul Turton says, before you all get too pissed... Uh, too late. Yeah. If, especially in your case, Sean, you could have all played pro football... Um, over the last 15 years, what footballer would you like to have been? Hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Last 15 years. Oh, last 15 years. Declan Rice. Declan Rice. Joseph Cole. You don't know. You have to come back to you. All right. How about you, Nigel? Colton Cole. Really? Yeah, because that man absolutely robbed the living. Oh, he really did, didn't he? I will go for Dimitri Payet. Oh, that's, not good. that's a good answer, Sean. Yeah. Well, we've got to go to John now. He's been thinking. It's uh, it, there's whirring. Mark Noble, club. Legend. Oh. Oh, anyway, uh, it's Matty Kemp, the um, Spandau Ballet roadie. Yeah. So Matty says, evening gents, how can the Areola deal be concluded if he's been seen flying off on holiday on a private jet? Sean. Oh yeah, that, that was me publishing that, but you did publish it on Instagram. Careful, careful, because uh, Areola is a sensitive subject. So. <laughs> I like it, like we did there. Wee. Uh, look, the guy's entitled to holiday and he's been on international duty. He'll get sorted. Don't panic, Mr. Manrin. Oh, okay. Uh, Who would stir the fans up like that anyway? Uh, you. Oh, yeah, true. So, last. Last. Um, His last question. Well, it's at the moment. It's old Happy Chops himself. It's Marion Williams. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, boyos. <laughs> Fly down there and press that in. Uh, what with the amount of European games do you think? Will there be a Saturday three o'clock kickoff this side of Christmas? And should the Stooge invest in a Winnie Bago as he never seems to be at home? Do you know what? Funny you should say that because um, I don't think there will be a Saturday game this side of Christmas. But I, I do like the idea of a Winnie Bago. <coughs> Although over the summer, because I've got six weeks off, 
I'm thinking of getting a split hiring, a split screen VW camper van and doing a little bit of a tour of the UK in, in a camper van. So, I mean, I never liked Winnie Bago because she'd done the dirty on Nelson Mandela. So, um, the other ones are the best. Well, we've got to that time of night. We're seven hours into our end of season. More than just a podcast, Jolly. Uh, and we're not slurring, most of us. Um, Lenny's enjoying a porn star martini. Uh, Nigel's drinking a Havana three-year club rum with full-fat Coke, not Diet Coke. Uh, and John and George, good old-fashioned Guinness. So that's it. Uh, Len, um, uh, what do I usually say at this point? I say I've been... Oh, no, no, not predictions. Uh, I've been Sean. Len's been... Well, I found a sugary drink that I always have after my meal. Yeah, porn star martini. It's the only one I could find, yes. On tap, bit weird. It was, which is why I chose it. Yeah. Good. Uh, Nigel has been... Yeah, I'm here. Are you still soberish? Yeah. Uh, still soberish. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, you didn't want to face me down in the run round the dock. So, and you didn't want to go weighing or in a fight. Tell me where a seesaw was. <laughs> you know, so we both got something on each other. We, we did nearly play darts, but apparently they let some foreigners play darts, so we couldn't get on the table. No, not table, is it? Board. Um, John. John's been. I've just had a really lovely afternoon, but I would like to say that. Uh, Let's say have a pre-season way off is what I think. Because I I, I like to think that Nigel was holding out for this. Nigel was hoping, really, that after your summer holidays, he's going to really do you. Well, I think all of us should weigh in, right? And reveal our weight. No, there's there's no need for all of us. It's just the two of you. Well, no, all of us. Because we don't know whether you are heavier than George or George is heavier than you. Yeah, I don't think we or George really care. But you, you look like you've bought half a stone. John. Yeah, I might have done tonight, but that is his I famous do, thing. Oh, I've bought half a stone. I do think that we should have the way off pre-season way off. So well, let's have a pre-season. Me and me. It's got to be witnessed and a photo. Yeah. yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's have a pre-season meander. Well, let's do this again pre-season, and let's do it meet up first of all where there is a seesaw, and we can do the full seesaw test. Is what I'm saying. And finally, George has been. Yes. I knew you'd say that. I really did. So, um, I don't know. George is going to edit this. Are you going to edit this? I'll give it a go, yeah. Uh, there will be lots of background noise, and you'll probably go, this sounds really shit. But we're trying our outside broadcast, drinking at the same time. We'll see how it goes. Bye. 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 Come on, you irons. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.